Brandon Hapa. Yes, sir. Senior instructor, TACFIT senior instructor. Yes, sir. Man, so cool to always hang out with you. So glad you came down for the our t the TACFIT team up event that Quebrado's hosting at uh, TACFIT Eagle Rock. Um, we did a podcast. It was on Zoom, right during the pandemic times. Yes. You know, so yes, I wanted to seize the moment and hang out with you in person. Totally different for me. In person is um, back. Experience, yeah. So uh, thank, thanks, man, for making the time. Hey, thank you. Thank you always for your friendship, your support. Um, and uh, so glad to be able to hang out with you and talk. Feelings mutual, very likewise, sir. Yeah. From uh, Strong First to TACFIT to Capoeira to, I mean, body work, right? Body work, yes. So what are, what are some of the things you have on your, um, your resume? Let me take a breath. Tacfit <laughs> um, senior instructor. Dad. Oh, <laughs> dad. Um, soon to be dad of three, coming uh -huh. December. Um, body worker, martial artist. Um, Tacfit senior instructor, flow fit, club bell, Viking ninja, uh, level one certified, Tacfit level two certified. I'm certified level three um, under the Morales method, uh, body work, Academy mm. of uh, Structural Integration. That's uh, sort of a specialized um, platform of body work. Uh, and purple belt, Nogi Jiu-Jitsu, 10 Planet Oakland. And um, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, Capoeira, I'm a graduated um, blue belt under Meshrakuta, United Capoeira Association. Uh, plans go accordingly. Me and uh, four of my other classmates, we're going to be graduating to professor. Next year, we're going to have a formatura. Um, if all things go as planned. So that's a uh, couple few things to look forward to next year. Baby, graduating, capoeira, and whatever else life is going to throw at me at this point, you know. Everything's, everything's on the table. You know, I'm an open book, so let it rip. Yeah, well, how'd you get into this whole movement and body work? What, what made you, what attracted you to, to doing this kind of Martial arts. Martial arts. Martial arts, yeah. Um, my first sort of love was 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 breakdancing you know of course breakdancing uh, yeah I, okay. I wanted to dance i wanted to move i wanted to do all these cool moves that people were doing on um what were vhs tapes back then we didn't have youtube mm. um and pretty much i saw a kid at lunch doing capoeira in the field and immediately was drawn to him said you know what is that what's going on where can I do that? And um, the guy ended up being one of my sort of uh, classmates and a really good friend. Um, and he's really, he's really, really, really good. He was like before his time good. Uh, unfortunately, he stopped. But um, so that was my introduction. And then along came the movie Only the Strong. Yeah, I think every almost every couple of I know saw that movie and was like, I want to do that. Only the strong. Only the strong. Never Mark DeCascos. Okay. Uh, Mestre Amain, all the people from L.A., the Capoeira Batuki people okay. um, were in that video. Okay. And it's, uh, I think, late 90s, early 90s. Okay. Um, I have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, only the strong. Only the strong. All right, all right. Mark DeCascos. Um, legendary, iconic. Um, so I saw that movie and immediately tried to figure out where I could do it and... Um, at the time, I was in second year junior college, and um, was doing. I was on the judo team, 
and I saw a flyer for Capoeira um, around the school, and I went, and I never turned back. And one of the sort of stipulations that my first Capoeira instructor had for me was I wanted you to said I wanted you to get into some sort of you know, kinesiology, some, mm. something to have to do with the body at, so that you could graduate. I mm. want this to be a, a sort of something that you strive for as a goal or that when you... Your Capoeira teacher. Yeah, yeah. My first Capoeira teacher, Your yes. First. And um, so I always had that in the back of my head and you know, going through s decades, uh, this year is my 20th year being involved in Capoeira. Um, but the first, you know, decade, you know, every day training, you know, four to four to six days a week, stretching, strengthening, training. So sort of came along with that was the, you know, the, the, the want to acquire more knowledge of the body and physiology and how everything worked, why things were happening the way they were within the realm of training. And so I think just randomly, I applied for a job at a physical therapist's office um, mm. after high school. And um, I began to work with people in that sort of physical therapy environment. I was a, an assistant. Um, and we also had to do manual therapy for some of their clients. And I just got a little bit of praise from a couple of the clients and said, one, one in particular, was a student at a massage therapy school, which was literally two blocks, or not even a block down, two spaces down from where I worked. And so he said, you know, you're really good at this. You have an intuitive touch. Intuitive. And uh, you should go to the school and, you know, check out what, you know, um, sort of programs that they have that might be able to fit in your schedule. So I did, and I was able to go there. I went for to school after full-time work uh, for about four hours each night for about two years. Oh, wow. So, so okay. it, it would have took a year if I would have done like the two classes that were offered that day, but I had full-time work at the physical therapy office. And then I went right into massage therapy school after. So it was pretty long days. And soon after I graduated, I um, moved on to a different physical therapy clinic where I was working with a chiropractor, a sports chiro, and um, a couple of very good uh, phys phys physiotherapists. And there I started to build my own business, my own following. I became a strength rehab therapist because of my um, background in um, personal training, which is another accolade that I had, was right. required to have oh, wow. um, working for the first physical therapist. So I kind of got just heavily th just immersed in that whole, um, those modalities. And I loved it. You know, what are some of the things that they had you do um, for the strength part? Um, you know, about I, I specialize in about 75 to 100% of the regain of the strength. Um, but I did everything from prehab, posthab, um, and everything in between. Um, just kind of, you know, whatever uh, clients the, the doctor would uh, have me work with. Uh, manual therapy, strength mm. rehab therapy. Um, you know, very sort of some geriatric um, therapy as well, too. So just kind of across the board. And and then I, I, I kind of took a liking to one of my teachers that it was like a roundabout um, sort of uh, 
free-flowing uh, school that I went to, SF um, School Massage. So there was just teachers every, every week that were um, teaching different stuff um, that was all within the CMT cert. Mm. And so I took a liking to uh, one guy and uh, I decided to, uh, he's a rolfer, he's an advanced rolfer. Oh, wow. Um, he's actually the gentleman who studied under Jan that we had a conversation with. Um, so Jan Sultan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a podcast with him. What, what an honor, yeah. Was, he was direct student of Vita Rolf. Yep. He was the head of the Rolfing Institute for a lot of your legend around the around the world. Yep. Yes. Bodywork legend, like people, like I was in the fashion conference right in Berlin, mm-hmm. and these German guys are like, I don't know, I mentioned you know Jen Rolf, and they're like, oh, what, what are you talking about? Like, oh my God, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. Like this everybody know, seems to know about him. Very small world, you know. Very small subset of uh right of uh uh circles that he did know, thomas Myers first uh 10 series yeah yeah that's, that's that. insane <laughs> like I, you know i had an ear-to-ear grin that the whole podcast when i was listening to it and then i actually forwarded it to my to my teacher marty oh wow and i said you know marty that you know my my attack fit mentor he's he's interviewing jan and you should check it out and he's like oh man and the cool thing was he learned some stuff um, or expanded on some stuff that he had heard or that Jan, a uh, story that Jan had told him during their training. And so he had learned some stuff that he, he didn't know about Jan or pieces to yeah. stories that kind of surfaced when he was talking to you. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. For him to what learn a, from your podcast about his teacher. You yeah. know, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool. What, a, what's an, what, what an honor, you know, really to be able to just have the opportunity to one, I would take my son to go see him, and then just to be able to do a podcast or you know interview yeah. with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh, yeah, that was cool. really cool. It's cool, small world, right? It's too very small world. Yeah, I think one of the first conversations, one of the first couple of conversations we had were about you being in Santa Fe and, and seeing him, right? You know, and then I kind of connected the circles. Like, oh man, this it's very very small world. Yeah. So going back to your uh, your your. You finished your massage school? Yeah, finished my massage school, went to sort of a life upgraded to a different uh, facility, different demographic, it was more athletic. It was inside of a big uh, corporate gym. In San Fran? Yep. This time it's in San Francisco. Yep, both, Before, but both times. Both times in San Francisco, yeah. And did a major upgrade, um, was working with totally different clientele and like a big corporate gym and lots of athletes. And around that time um, in Soma District, South of Market in San Francisco, everything's coming up. Twitter, um, Airbnb, mm. um, Zynga, all the tech companies. So we're getting a lot of these people that are broken um, inside of the, the clinic. And then all the, the CrossFit gyms were popping up around that that time as well. So um, we've seen it all, you know, like I've worked with many, many different people. Um, after, um, during the time I was working with the, the PT, I was also working my own clients. And about my fourth year with the second PT, uh, I started to sort of make the switch to become an independent trainer because I had many of the, the skills that they were doing in there and in the PT office. And I wanted to sort of get out on my own, become independent and make my own money. and make my own schedule 
I just recently, I had then got recently married and was planning on starting a family. So, um, you know, steps, steps in life that, you know, were progressing and, um, it was really funny. The first PT office that I worked in was also in a gym, a very small gym. And that was where, um, I got introduced to Nogi Jiu Jitsu. Um, Nogi Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Denny, Denny Pocopos right, right, Denny. had 10 Planet San Francisco inside of that gym. Oh, wow. So, I... Did you ever watch UFCs or anything at that time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. was was definitely into UFC. Because you were into martial arts and you did judo. Like, yep. did it, you never wanted to... I never wanted to fight. I never, I, I, for some reason, I, I never wanted to get in the cage until... Not I, cage, but, like, I'll just learn jujitsu or, you know, something yeah, like that. You know, what's really funny is that, like... I was happy at the time with Capoeira until one, I, I started to train Muay Thai because one of my my good friends and his cousin started a gym in Union City, which is around the area, mm. Roots Kickboxing. And I started going there, um, started training with another friend that had been training forever. So, you know, basically privates for a couple of years. And then mm. I started doing classes. And then I started training with Danny at 10, 10 Planet San Francisco because it was two blocks from where I was working. So all this stuff intertwined. I trained Muay Thai for about eight years. Eight years? Yeah, eight years before. Uh, not competition training. Right, right, right. Let's make that clear. Um, uh, to learn the art, the lifestyle, yeah, right? Learn the art of eight limbs. Uh, learn, learn from some guys that learned, you know, directly from the Thai. There's a many Thai teachers in the Bay Area. It's, uh, mm. it's pretty saturated, which mm -hmm. is a good thing. Very good Muay Thai in the, in the Bay. Um, and I just had the luxury of learning from, I feel like it's three different genres uh, in Muay Thai. And when I found Jiu Jitsu, it just all went out the window. You know, it's like, I'm, this, is, this is what I want to do. I want to practice, you know, killing people, you know, controlled, controlled chaos. What about it? What about it that was just that just blew blew your mind? I don't, you know, I can't really tell you. I, I really can't. I, I just started that somebody could control you and submit you, or like you you tapping somebody out. I'm mean, probably not at the beginning, but well, I think for me it was I wanted to become well rounded. Gotcha. Because I had a little complete bit of martial artist. Yes. Um, during all this sort of span of time that I've just talked about, I was also doing Filipino martial art, Eskrima, full mm, contact stick mm. fighting. And so I had weapons training, I had, you know, striking, had a little bit of, you know, uh, judo, niwaza, a little bit of mat work. It wasn't anything compared to, you know, even the first year of jujitsu. It was way more niwaza. And I just figured, and then capoeira. So I have, you know, kicks and off balance sort of uh, uh, angles and stuff. So I just felt like I was completely lacking in the ground game. And mm. I started and I'm here now and that's like my life, you know, attack fit, jujitsu and fitness and my kids, my wife. And that's me in a nutshell right now. That's, that's amazing, man. Yeah. When we first met, I think you were, how many years did you train with Denny was, because then is Denny still in San Fran or did he move? He, he is in San Fran, but he uh, kind of, went independent he owns uh and you also moved to oakland right during during the pandemic time i did not move to oakland um but you stopped working in, I, I, in the I, city i stopped working in the city yes and then i started working in oakland 
uh, during the pandemic. Gotcha. Training, doing TACFIT very early in the morning. And from there, it just blossomed, you know, just really took off. A lot of people loved it. Uh, I already have two people, two people certified that I got, that I took through the certifications. One's double certified, Coach Dylan and Chuck. Representing. Uh, yeah, they're, I hope to have, you know, if and when I move, I hope to have, you know, at least five instructors there and a, and a booming program, you know, hopefully affiliate, you know, yeah. TACFIT affiliate, mm -hmm. work on that. Um, 10 Planet Oakland just moved to a beautiful, probably five times as big location. Wow. A couple of blocks away. And, and you, guys, you guys have full on TACFIT classes going on there, right? Oh, yeah. Like yep. a ninja. Yep. And still yep. maces and club bells we're working on the steel mace because okay. I, I have to buy a bunch of uh, uh equipment um and uh when the classes are small i bring i bring my uh my maces from home and there's a few there's three maces at the gym so if we got like five six people we can do Vi viking inch steel mace training mm. for the most part our schedule monday is flow fit you know kind of recover from the weekend yeah, get yeah. everything started and wednesday we have club bell strength uh strength and conditioning and then Saturday, we do a full TACFIT protocol. Usually, uh, the sort of global protocol that everybody's doing, all the TACFIT uh, affiliates are doing around, you know, here at headquarters mm. and, you know, in Berlin and... Um, around the world. Around the world, that's correct. That's one thing I really like about um, that aspect of the, the weekly protocols that everybody's doing it. You see it all. Your friend, I was going to ask you how you got into into TACFIT. What, you know, how, how you got into TACFIT and just give a shout out to your friend, right? That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, what made you believe, like, this is, man, this is the real deal? Man, so, such a deep question, you know. Um, one of my friends showed me the club bell and showed me some movements, showed me some basic movements. And at that point, I was just getting into strong first and the unconventional um, style of training, mm. getting away from conventional bodybuilding, you know, powerlifting, stuff like that. And so I pursued to learn more about the club bell. And the only thing I could find was CST. Mm. So I found the CST and found out it was under TACFIT umbrella or vice versa. Um, whichever circular strength training, right? Yeah, yeah, circular strength training, whichever way you want to. Which is the base of, uh, of TACFIT. Absolutely. The technology behind. Uh, so I saw that logo, the TACFIT logo, and I said to myself, okay, I know one guy that does this. Mm. And he's a field instructor, Mark Sanchez. Ah, uh, okay. And so you found it, you found it online? I found it online. And what'd you see? A YouTube video or what'd you see? You know, I, I think I saw the trial by fire, the, the sort of teaser video for the trial yeah. by fire. And and I immediately was in awe, you know, whoa, let's, let's figure this out. I want to, I want to use these tools. Mm. That's immediately what I thought. I want these tools. I want these tools to work for me, whatever way they can. I want to pull them closer. So I contacted my buddy and he said, whoa, man, CST, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be hard. And I said, Hey, well, you don't know if you don't go right. You know, just try. And that's the whole point, you know, you go and you learn and challenge yourself. Exactly. And um, the certification got canceled. 
about the, cl- the clubo one, the, the CST, CST one, the, that what's right. It got canceled. Scott was supposed to do the neuro mapping, the CST, and then there was TACFIT all in the same weekend. So I talked to uh, one of the here people. in LA. Yep, yeah. yep, here, here in Burbank, yeah, Legacy Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Burbank, California. I talked to one of the representatives at RMAX, and they said, "Well, you know, we're very sorry. This is canceled. I think it was about a week out." And I had done the whole trial by fire component training for the, you know, the three months, and I had my times exactly where I wanted, of course, without a lick of knowing what really good technique was, you know, because I didn't have any of the videos. I just had, you know, what my friend showed me mm. and um, a little bit of stuff on YouTube. Because I just, I just didn't know that it existed. I didn't know what it was called to, to be able to look for it and find um, what it was. But I did find um, some FlowFit videos from a past instructor that were pretty good, pretty good uh, examples. So I told my friend, hey, this thing got canceled. Because yeah, there's a lot of random videos, right? Nonsense. You oh, know, yeah. Who's, who's good yeah. or what? You, you know who's kind of good, if, if, even if you don't know too much, right? Exactly. <laughs> but there's like what is right, what is wrong, right? Exactly. So I... My, my friend, Mark Sanchez, he said, here, take, check a look at this video. This guy is really good technique. You're going to have to do this amount of, you know, flow fit rounds for, you know, and, and this many, you know, you're going to have to do this test. So do this, check this guy's tech, technique out. And so I told him, hey, that part got canceled and I have to do TACFIT now. And I know not one thing about TACFIT. I was more focused on the club bells. I wanted those club bells. So... He said, okay, well, I'm going to take you through a qual. <laughs> and that was, and that was it. And I, as soon as he showed me his qual video that he passed, and then he took me through the qual, I said, wow, this has got so many levels to it. It's like a workout within a workout. Each one of the movements. It's a masterpiece. Each one if of the If you movements. really start breaking yeah. down the biomechanics and the, just everything about it, right? Each one of the each one of the movements in the qual could be their own workouts, mm-hmm. training for them, you know, getting the strategy for the time and the numbers of the reps and the technique and all that stuff is, it was blew my wig open, you know? So, um, I, I took whatever notes from him and I just trained those movements. And, um, like I was saying that, uh, I talked to, I think it was, uh, Nick, uh, over at RMAX mm-hmm. and he said, well, you know, very sorry that this has been canceled, but uh, Berto Galazzi is going to be here and um, you can do TACFIT or I could give you a refund. And I said, well, let's just do the TACFIT. I'm already all set up to go. Let's just go. Let's just go jump in. And I did. And that's when I met you sitting right next to you inside of your gym. And I looked over at you and I said, hey, can you help me figure out my heart rate? And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I was like, okay, I feel inadequate now. But, um, and then I came up to you later after I was looking around. I was like, man, that was Alberto Crane that I asked for help. This is his gym. Like, you know, like, I but couldn't I was believe it. there supporting you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. You were there in the class. And you, I think you even did the call, too. I think you, you did some of the workout. And, uh, and then Tim, Tim did it with you, right, as well? Tim, Tim Valdez? Tim Valdez, yes. Uh, yes, he did. I made friends with him and his brother and had great times. He's a great stand-up guy. And, um, you know, after I failed miserably in the qual and 
tried to take soak up as much of that weekend, which was way overloaded of information and, um, you know, chicken scratches on the board and trying to take notes and video. I still have, you know, 10 minute long videos from my first cert here. I still have my first qual paper that I did. And the point from when I failed to all the training that I did to pass that qual was when I was like, this is like probably the most eloquent masterpiece of a system that I have ever came across. And I know that there's way more to it than I can even see right now. So at that point I was just looking at the onion, you know, and I just cut off the very top and I'm, you know, beginning to start of peel those first layers back. And man, it's just been, it's opened up so much and has exacerbated all this, you know, other stuff that I was thinking about fitness and like it just helped weed all the stuff out that wasn't important and just expanded on what it is, what is important. And, and I, I, it's, it really, maybe it's judgmental, but maybe it's just me thinking in a tack fit way that like, you know, a lot of these things are suffering, you know, these systems are just suffering. They're just com incomplete, you know? Yeah, we, we talk a little bit about how it's just the tack fits like a holistic, like CST tack fit is, yep. the, is the full thing, right? Yes. And everybody has like bits and pieces of it, yep. but tack fit encompasses everything. Yep. And they're still trying to catch up, you know, it's like you see these, you know, systems, modalities kind of adding a little here, adding a little there, you know, mm -hmm. mimicking here, mimicking there, you know, but, you know. Scott was doing these things 25 years ago. Exactly. And he's still ahead. Exactly. And, you know, there's something to say about that, you know, being way before your time. And then you got all these, you know, systems sort of, you know, coming before up. Before the science proved it, right? Because we didn't have the technology, the yeah. whatever imaging technology, whatever the technology we needed to see these, measure these things, right? Absolutely. But now it's now it's proven, now it's science, right? I mean, and now we have the, the actual time that, you know, retroed to, to prove that, you know, and it's, it's just amazing, you yeah. know, and like with the rebrand and, you know, all the newer stuff that's coming in under the umbrella and, you know, it's, I'm just happy to be a part of it and happy to see it grow and happy to help it, have it help me grow, my clients grow, my family grow. You know, my daughters love working out with me in my, in my garage, in my gym. And, you know, like they're, they're doing tack fit, you know, they're, they're learning the movements, they're learning how to breathe, you know, and this is all, you know, to adolescent kids, you know, so I just can't wait to have it, you know, in my life. Ingrained, yeah. yeah. Your family and everybody, way of life. Yep. What, is, what are some of the things that started to happen within that you, within that started, like, did your body start to change? Did you start to think more clear? Did you feel yourself get, like, smarter? Or I don't know. All the above. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it. Like you're sharper. Like It makes you, yeah. it made me just, just my awareness mm. of my body, my breath, and... Speaking of being, getting more and being intuitive, right? Exactly, you know, and the type of body work that we do in the Morales Method um, is a lot like Bruce Lee's philosophy. You know, you, you bring it, you 
bring it into the system and use what works and discard the rest, mm. you know, and it becomes a system, you know, it becomes what you're doing. So, you know, it's, it really, it just, it's really hard to explain, but like any, everything from my situational awareness to my, uh, proprioceptive awareness mm. on my own body internally and mm. externally, um, you know, just concepts like now I go through life strategizing and these concepts of, you know, how to make, get things done more efficient, more easier, you know, less work, you know, it just bleeds into every aspect of my life. I forgot who I was talking to, but just uh, Scott talks about how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? Right. And because you break, you connect your breath with the correct structure, like all of a sudden things just start to click. And how you do one thing, how you do, how you train, how you just follows into everything else that you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And trying to instill that ability in others and watching them sort of grow with it as well um, is also an amazing, amazing thing to see as a coach, you know, where, you know, maybe you get clients that are just there to work out or just there to blow off steam. But when you work with, I've worked with people I call lifers, you know, mm -hmm. over five years, you know, closer to, you know, 10 years of mm -hmm. just working strictly with me through all my phases and then seeing the most progress after I take them, you know, through specific TACFIT, um, TACFIT 26, mm -hmm. you know, into flow, you know, decompression, compensation after every session. And I have one guy I've taken through, it's my second time, taking him through tack for 26, you know, and just to see the progress is just puts a smile on my face yeah. and it just makes it, you know, that's this one little attribute that makes me think that it's all worth it. You know, that's yeah, it delivers. How about uh, jujitsu, you know, like jujitsu athletes, mm. um, you know, you're teaching tack fit in inside of 10th planet. Absolutely. Oakland. Absolutely. And what, what are some of the changes for yourself as well? Cause I have my, my, my stories, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like my body mechanics, I, my, my understanding of why I do these things, the why's behind, I started to understand why I do these things. Why I open up somebody's elbows when I'm on the bottom, why I keep my, keep my elbows in, right? Cause they're like, keep your elbows in, keep you the, and then you start to understand the why's. Mm -hmm. And then you start to, you know, you, you learn the breath with the movement intact fit. And then you start to carry that over to jujitsu yep. and you're like, man, you don't get tired, right? You know Absolutely. how to recover when your when your heart rate goes up. Yes. You know, that's one of the main things that I kind of express when I get new people uh, into my class at Implanted Oakland is that there's a direct crossover between TACFIT and Jiu-Jitsu. And one of the examples that I use is the four by one in the protocol. Four by one. Because uh -huh. it's the closest amount of time you that we could simulate a jiu-jitsu round mm. right um you know you could go into a competition and burn yourself out in the first round and then what and then you get tapped or you know you just smashed on bottom the whole time mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be that four by one you can't you can't can't blow it out in the, the four first by minute. one's like four minutes of work one minute of rest absolutely and you go for four four, four rounds four rounds yep so it mimics a, the cer a certain aspect of a jujitsu round because i mean obviously it could be high intensity it could be 
um, very fast-paced, uh, very explosive. Um, but if you're playing, you know, uh, on the ground, and it's going to teach you how to breathe and to withstand whatever positional, you know, area that you're in, and how to recover your breath, and then be able to explode and you know make a scramble or uh, whatever the situation may be. Mm. But direct crossover, direct co correlation into that mental aspect of you know when you're in that four by one doing the exercise and it's really challenging you to keep your you know your breath in line with your your structure and your uh, within your movement so that your technique stays high right same thing in jujitsu you know you know how to position yourself so that you can get your breath so that you can set up for explosive you know movement a sweep or whatever what have you but that's you know just one of the aspects that i sort of uh, highlight when I'm talking to new people about mm -hmm. it and, and I take them through it and they're like, man, you know, and seeing these guys from, I started February, 20, 2021. Mm. We're, you know, like everybody, we were speakeasy and we were just in there every morning getting it done. And to watch these students progress, not only in TACFIT, but structurally, their posture, People, my professor, other people were saying, hey, man, these guys, you know. They're walking up straighter. Walking they're walking, up. they look stronger, exactly. the, the way they carry themselves. Exactly. You know, and I'm Instead like, of being all hunched over, like a. <laughs> yeah. They're walking straight. They're walking proud, strong. Absolutely. Healthy. They look healthy. And you know what that did? That was a confidence booster as well, mm. you know? And to see that and to see them grow into instructors that, you know, help assist me and you know, take classes and stuff too, uh, uh, subclasses, and just to see that, and then to also see them sort of start to really kill it, you know, in their progress in jujitsu as well, you know, and, you know, I, I, you know, it just, it's so fruitful, you know, this, this system to everything it touches, it just makes it, makes, makes it better, you know, and the, the really unfortunate and, um, the unfortunate thing is that like people don't know they need it, mm. you know, until they see it, they see something that appeals to them. They're like, okay, I'll try a class, and then, boom, you know, they're hooked. Just like me when I started jujitsu, you know, it's just yeah. it takes a couple, one time, you know, and then that's it. Yeah, I love, I love, yeah, I love jujitsu. Right, I think everybody should do it, um, but not everybody like wants to do it. It's not for everybody. Absolutely not. I used to think it was for everybody. It's not for everybody. But TACFIT is for everybody. Everybody can do it. Everybody should be doing those pieces, right? Yep. They don't need, they don't know that they need to. Right, you know? right, right. I always say this in a lot of my a coin phrase, I self-proclaim coin phrase. It's for everybody and anybody. Everybody right. and anybody. And anybody. You know, because it's, you know, it's beautiful. It's a work of art. You can yeah. scale it. You know, you scale can scale it, yeah, for what you need that on that day. Exactly, and for that person and that person's ability that day. You know, whether it's a tech person coming in off of a ten-hour, you know, stressed out, or an, an elite athlete. Mm -hmm. You know, something for everybody. You know, but you got it. It's got to be earned. You know, it's mm -hmm. got to be sort of. I call it the download phase. You know, you got to do everything. Uh, download all the the technique and all the very fine details and. Uh, gotta go, gotta go do it, gotta yeah. do the work, right? Get the work Show done. Show up and do the work. Show up. Download. Yep. 
download and then sharpen that blade. You know, that's all you're doing the rest of the time, just refining, sharpening, polishing. And then a lot happens in between, you know. Well, congratulations, man, on yeah, thank uh, you. just going all in from that first, uh, from learning about it to that first cert that, you know, should have been, but you yep. shift gears and then it's, it's interesting, right? Yep. We'll find the system and how it, how it clicks, right? Absolutely. It's a specialized system. And, you know, I felt like I'm a specialized body worker. I'm a specialized, you know, fitness coach. And, and also through the pandemic, right? Because you did a lot of the training in your garage, right? Absolutely. That's through know. Zoom and it's mm -hmm. crazy, the crazy times. Yeah. I was I was coming to the legacy tactic classes too on Zoom with yeah. Coach Bob. Yeah. And you as well. So, yeah. you know, like you know, I was very fortunate enough to be able to have that privilege. Yeah. And to see how classes were ran by, you know, by you and by Bob and you know, I that's how I got the understanding of how to run a class. And then from there, it's just like, okay, I can dive do this. even yeah. deeper mm -hmm. into it. Cause I know I can do this, but I want to be, I want to lead, you know, I want to lead by a, a great example of technique and understanding of the system. And, you know, I just haven't looked back, you know, it's just, I love it, you know, and it's. And now you're, you're, you're coming in on, uh, on the educational team side, right? Yes. Which is, I'm proud to see, you know, yeah. like helping, helping others, right? Yeah, you know, and the, I, and also coming in on on the on the subscription side too, right? Yeah, uh, with the bigger picture things. Yeah, you know, I love doing it. You know, and that's the end. That's the absolute. You know, that's it. You know, I love doing it. Um, you know, with a kid and you know, full time dad, two kids and full time dad, and you know, I, I work specific hours when my wife and kids are sleeping or when they have the day off which is you know a couple of days a week so during those times i'm cramming you know mm. all the work that i have to do um which includes content you know and i love to do it i just something about it i love it you know i love you know i love executing it and if you know if i see it i don't like it i do it again you know it's just it's not Watch yourself on video, like yes. the process of doing the stuff on Zoom, have, having to watch your video and make, making sure the quality of the movement's perfect. Absolutely. Technique's perfect. If people are going to be watching me and trying to mimic what I'm doing, I want to be the, the best example, you know, that I can provide. And I haven't even checked out the subscription. I haven't seen myself yet, but I, you know, have to review all my, my tapes, my, my videos before I submit them for approval. Um, and you know, it's, it's a sacrifice, you know, it's a sacrifice to, you know, do what I can do in my spare time that I don't have a lot of, but I love to do it and it fits perfectly. You know, it's, I'm very blessed to have a schedule that things fit so perfectly that I can execute, you know, and we're getting it. up like really early, right? So you start your day. Yeah. Yeah. Before the, everybody gets up. My tack fit class in Oakland starts at 6am, um, two days a week. I teach TACFIT for an hour and then I teach fundamental jujitsu for the next hour. But you also do, you, you're shooting or doing your, your training early in the morning, right? Before like your day started? Yeah. So if I can, if I can, if the, if every day is different based on my wife's work schedule, mm. when the kids wake up, you know, sometimes they, you know, they like to throw <laughs> wrenches in your plans. They, yeah. they don't nap as long or, you know, I do a lot of videoing while they're napping. Gotcha. So, gotcha. you know, 
I make it work. Try to bank on like a solid hour to get you know the all uh, the sequen- sequential videos that I need to get done for for the for the subscription. Mm-hmm. And you know sometimes I I gotta wait till they go to bed to 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 get those done because you know space and noise and stuff. I want to make sure that it's perfect for the subscription users. You know no crazy background noises and stuff. So. Yeah, early morning, late at night, or when no one's awake, you know, either way. And so I just make it happen, you know, I love it, you know, and I know what it stands for, and I know it helps people, and Mm -hmm. I know that these people doing the subscription channel, they're doing it for a reason, you know, and I want to be there for them, you know, obliged, you know, happy to oblige to be, you know, on their, this leg of their journey through TACFIT, you know, even if it is virtual. Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. all your work and appreciate your friendship. You know, we yes, always have sir. fun when we're, t- when we're together. You know, absolutely over like the years now, and I lose track of the years with the pandemic years. You know, yeah. but it's always fun. I'm so glad you made it down. Yes, sir. That's a big sacrifice with the family and everything else. It's always one of those sacrifices that's 100 percent worth it. You know, and I always have the best time coming here. I love it. You know, so thank you for having me and having me on the pod- on the show. Yeah, man. What uh, you have any goals that uh, just one you know, goals things that you wanna you wanna accomplish within the system? Yeah, I mean, I just wanna be here for people. I wanna mm-hmm. help people lead uh, lead people to you know the point that I am. Um, you know, wherever that takes me, that's mm-hmm. you know that's where I wanna go. Um, you know, titles. You know, there's a team leader title that you know I could be moving toward. Um, you know, as a goal, which which it is, but. Um, you know, I always say, man, like I'm here because I love it, you know, and if what I'm doing is going to carry me that way, then let's go, you know, and I'll do best of my ability if, you know, I get to wherever I'm going. And if, you know, if I get to go further, then I get to go further. If I'm, you know, happy where I'm at, if I need to take a step back, you know, because I'm going to have a third kid, too. So mm. but somehow, some way, you know, I always figure out a way to get things done and and you know, just be there, you know, and that's what I want. That's my goal is to, is to be here, you know, regardless of where, you know, whatever position that puts me in, I want to be here. I want to become, come here training, you know, tack fit, jujitsu vacation here to Burbank, Legacy, Los Angeles, you know, get my jujitsu my training and get my tack fit training, tack fit education, you know, and that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm just doing it until, there's, you know, there's always going to be stuff to learn and there's right. always going to be training to be had, you know, so if I can help pull more people in and, you know, help educate them, that's what I'm here for. You know, if I'm if if it's chosen that I'm setting ex- an example for that to be ha- to happen, then that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm here to learn and, you know, to help and to lead. Amazing. So, Thank you. Thank you, sir. How can people find you? They can find me. On Instagram, Facebook, um, my handle is uh, Hapasan with three A's, ten P. Hapasan with a three A's and ten P. And then I'm also I also have the uh, TacFit SF Bay Area underscore SF underscore Bay Area, uh, which is sort of a, a global territory. I just it's just an I, I Instagram handle because I live in Daly City. I uh, used to work in San Francisco. I still do a little bit of outdoor work in San Francisco. And then, of course, uh, at 10th Planet Oakland. So I'm kind of covering three of the major Bay Area cities. 
Um, so that's where they can find me on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is the same. So that's pretty much it. Awesome, man. Well, I'll let you uh, get down to training jujitsu. Yes, sir. Right? Thank and uh, look forward to an awesome weekend together. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you for brother. Having me.